0: No Catch Up Chicago.
1: What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick in the building, as always. Funeral Tuesday.
0: Funeral Tuesday,
1: baby. That's what you came up with. I yeah, like it. Funeral um, Tuesday. That's what it felt like. Yep. Before we get into that, let's break down what we're talking about. Obviously, we're going to key in and talk a ton about the Bears' loss at home, 16 15 to the Eagles uh, on Sunday. First playoff game in eight years. We took an L there. I didn't listen to myself, which we'll get into. Um, A lot to break down there. Yeah. National championship was last night. Clemson did that thing.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Alabama. A lot of different storylines in this game. Alabama getting rolled. The way the game started. Tua. Tua. Quarterback play from Trevor Lawrence. Yep. A lot of different stuff to break down there. I'm excited to talk about the national championship. College football is over. Clemson did it. Uh, we're going to break that down. We're going to close the show. NFL playoffs. A roundup. What's going on? What's going on this weekend with a bunch of obviously some more d- the divisional games coming up. Yep. And a lot of interesting NFL coaching hires. Very interesting. We got some takes on that. Yeah,
0: very interesting hires out there. Very, very, very interesting some, some, hires. Some bro. head shaking. Some head shaking. <laughs> head scratching hires going on out there in the league but what can you expect you know yeah
1: no doubt before we get into it how are you feeling bro just your body your state right now
0: not not good man you know definitely not good man um obviously you know uh i got up for this man i got real excited i know i was trashing the bears for a lot of the season and i think uh you know one of the reasons why is that uh you know when they do when i do get into a man i get really into it right you know it just always sucks when it ends like this um, and just the way it went down, just the way that whole game happened, man, just uh and obviously the end it was just it was just a lot to take in, you know from being a passionate fan, I guess you would call it, but um a lot, I'm happy that the Bears had a good year, you know, I'm happy for the twelve and four, I loved you know, I love just being in it. I'd rather have that than four and twelve any day, but you know it's the high of highs and the low of lows, I guess you would call it with this year,
1: no doubt, yep, I mean, I didn't listen to myself. Before we get into the details on the game, I was preaching this whole this is all gravy. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be here. Enjoy this. Enjoy the wins. Don't get too up. Don't get too down cuz this yeah. is all gravy. Yeah. And when we were in the position to to go out to with a win to go out to LA and play a team that we had already dominated at home a couple weeks ago. It was uh it was too much not to get excited about. It was getting real. It was getting real. It was already real. I mean, it, it's been real for the last. No, few weeks see, now, that's the I mean. thing. It, it was real, but when I sat down and the, and and Aikman and those dudes came on, it was like, this is real for real. Yeah, like this is playoff football that's about to go down. And and I, not Aikman, but Collinsworth and them. Yeah, uh, for the NBC crew. I started the season with Collinsworth and them at Green Bay when I went down to the game and ended the season with Collinsworth and those boys. Yeah. um, Two L's. But, yeah, it was real then. We were the last game of the weekend. Yeah. Everyone was watching. Everybody played. The
0: the, the spot. The spot, bro. The spot, The ratings
1: were through the roof, I saw. Um, I was crushed, bro. What happened? Let's go through it.
0: Uh, what did, I mean, a lot happened. Give me, you know? I mean, give me your raw.
1: Just give me, just give me your raw uh, little take, because and I'll, and I'll give you some structure on the kind of the things.
0: So a few different things, but I thought that uh, first off, Philly came to play. I think you can't really talk about what the Bears did wrong without talking about what Philly did right, and I think Philly just overall came to play. They came in there with confidence. They weren't scared of the Bears at all. Um, defensively especially, right? On defense, they came out with a ton of confidence. I thought offensively, they were, they obviously the numbers show you, offensively they didn't really do too much against us. But uh, that secondary that we were going after, I mean, they played well. LeBlanc was playing out of his mind. I um, thought their defensive line did a good job. Just overall, just the confidence. They, they were just never scared, you know what I mean? Um, offensively, I thought that we really dominated them. Our, I guess defensively for us, I thought that we really dominated them. Um, I'm not going to fault the defense for what happened at the end because I think overall, if you look at the run game, I think they only rushed for 38 yards. We forced two turnovers. Like, you know, if you had told me that going in, hey, Foles is going to throw two picks and they would have only rushed for 38 yards, I probably would have told you that's a
1: W. If you would have told me, because you're dead on, they had 42 yards rushing. 42, yeah. Two, And he threw two picks. Yeah. If that's a that's supposed to be a runaway. You could
0: have told me he would have thrown three touchdowns and two picks. I still would have thought we would have won that. That's game.
1: supposed to be a runaway.
0: Slam dunk. Yeah. But defensively, they came to play. Um shout out to the defensive coordinator. Oh, Jim is it Jim Schwartz? I refuse to shout out Jim Schwartz, but um uh, yeah, one of the is, biggest cornballs of all time as a head coach. But he did his thing, man. I mean, I guess, yeah, shout out to him. He really did his thing. Um, I just thought defensively they were very prepared for the Bears. And they put the Bears into the position that we did not want the Bears in, which was the game coming down to Trubisky and Parkey, which one of them delivered, but the other one obviously didn't. Now,
1: I'm not sure I agree with you so much there because towards the fourth quarter, remember last week we talked about them opening it up? Yeah. As soon as we started to open it up a little bit, they didn't really have too much of an answer for us on defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they weren't as stout as they were early because we it looked like we changed a lot of things up.
0: But you could say the same thing about us. I mean both both teams gave up a late game drive that ended up costing the game.
1: But I think they were aggressive from the jump. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see. I I hear you. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, see what you mean. They came out aggressive from the. Remember we talked about? Let's see how the game is going. If we need to open it up, then let's go. Yeah. Because their their weakness is the secondary. We can go do that. And we were coming out pretty, pretty. Nagy was on some very, very conservative stuff early. Yeah. As soon as we started running double moves, Trubisky was pumping and going to Allen Robinson. Did you see how they were jumping those those yeah. double moves? Yeah. They were almost falling down. They were, yeah. They were jumping them yeah, so we hard. Had them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting that we didn't open up the offense like I thought we needed to. Is er- earlier than we should have. I like,
0: think. yeah, like kind of like I said last week. Yeah, yeah. come out, come out, guns a blazing.
1: Because I have written down here. Out of, out of the three things of what happened, offense only put up 15 points. Being too conservative early. One touchdown. Defense not holding up, and then we're going to get into the whole parky situation.
0: See, I disagree. With, I disagree with the. I disagree with the defensive thing. I really do. Um, I really do. I feel like the defense did their job in that game. That late game shit's going to happen, but we should have never been in that position. We honestly should have. You cannot ask your defense to get stops pretty much the entire game. That's what they have been doing, to stop the entire game. That touchdown came on the last offensive drive for the Eagles of the entire game. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like. Yeah, it happened, right? And like it sucks and like, yeah, Foles got us, but we shouldn't have been in that position. If we scored another touchdown earlier, that's not a ball game. Right? Two touchdowns would have won that game and the field goals that we got would have won that game. That's not asking for a lot. You can't keep put you cannot put your defense in these positions like that. Teams are gonna score eventually. You 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 get we scored eventually, right? I mean teams are gonna score eventually. It happens. You can't ask them not to give up a touchdown.
1: I mean, we gave up 16 points. 16 if points. You tell me before the game we give up 16 points, I'm telling you we won. 16 points. We, we won the game, right? But on the flip side of that, what are we talking about going in? Like, we're, we were worried about Trubisky. We were worried about Cody Parkey. Yeah. We weren't worried about the D. Not if enough. you would have told me the Eagles are going to have to go, what, 70 yards? Yeah. To score a touchdown in the fourth to win the game? I would have said no shot, no way. Yeah. Our boys would have locked up, and there was just no way that would have happened. Right. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. I get what you're saying, that they had been stout all day. They hadn't given up a touchdown. Yep. But, man, when we needed them the most— I think they take a little blame there. I think Parky yeah. takes some blame, I think Nagy takes some blame, and I think the D takes some blame for giving takes, up a, a late
0: touchdown. 100% the D takes some blame, but I guess in the over in that moment, right? But in the overall sense of the game of like what happened, you know, when you're looking at it after the game happened and just kind of looking at the overview, I can't I can't blame them for us losing the game. I can blame them for that drive, sure. But overall, man, the things, the other things that you said are are more are more important to me, right? Like not being aggressive, things like that. Some of the naggy decisions did not make sense, right? Letting the clock run down and not using that timeout at the end of the game didn't make sense. Why not give more time to run some more plays and maybe score a touchdown and not put it in Parky's hands? Um, the two point conversion to me, which I know we're going, are we, we going to talk about that now? to yeah. just get into that. Yeah, now? we can talk about that now. Look, man. For like the first six weeks of the season, and I think we talked about this, that little shovel pass down by the goal line to Taylor Gabriel or to Trey Burden or whoever you were doing it to was bread and butter for us. We used it a lot. It worked a lot. Teams caught on to that. Down by the goal line, all that Khalil Mack action and that stuff, I get it. That's Nagy's whole thing. But at the end result, has to be a better play than that same shovel pass right there. We've been running that play forever. Philadelphia clearly knew that was coming. You know what I mean? Uh, remember, we ran it with Burden. We ran it with Gabriel. That's kind of our thing. They know that we like to run Gabriel out the backfield like that. Um, I thought that that was predictable. I was really surprised that that was the play that he came up with, because it looked like he had a whole lot of little naggy misdirection going on. And I, I was surprised that that's that's kind of what he came up with. Because if I was the Eagles, I would the first thing I would have said is, "Watch out for Taylor Gabriel coming around on some end around type situation." Is this it? No, it's not it. No, I was looking for yeah, it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try to find the play, but it's—I mean—that's a staple of this offense. It's
0: a Kansas City use. It, it wasn't yeah, a yeah.
1: shovel pass. It was a—it was what, like a quick reverse, the,
0: whatever that is, man. The little thing where Taylor Gabriel's coming and you kind of—and he's there.
1: The only thing, the way they had been playing the run all day, Philly. Yeah, it was smash mouth down there, 100. percent Like it was smash mouth. Yeah, everything we were—it was on our side when it was D. They were running it. We were smacking them in the mouth. And when we had the ball, and we were going at them. It was smash mouth football. There was a, there was very rarely a play where someone wasn't getting contact within the first couple yards when we were running the ball. Yeah, to give Taylor Gabriel the ball down there, I, I understand it's a little misdirection on the goal line. On the goal line, It'll when you out. gotta you gotta bang some people to get in. Probably you have Jordan Howard on the roster if that's what you want to do. Yeah. But doesn't that go back to the point where hey, listen, be you. Be you? That's what you thought was going to work. It Let's rock play, with I just
0: thought it was a bad play call. Even if you want to run something fancy, that's fine. I just, I just thought it was a bad play call in general. I didn't like the play call at all. I didn't like it. I, I did not like it.
1: I would like to see a little, a little run, a little rollout. Give, give the option a little of misdirection to run. rollout that you like. Dude, that works. Dude, yeah, yeah, that
0: works well. And you can do different things from that. But they knew if I'm, if I'm Jim Schwartz, I'm saying, yo, watch out for Taylor Gabriel. He loves these little these little things in that situation. Watch out for him and watch out for Shaheen. Because if either one of those guys runs across the backfield like that, they're getting the ball. Don't even look at everybody else. Don't even look at Khalil Mack. He's not going to catch a pass out there.
1: Um, yeah, and, he, and anytime he typically when he runs that motion away, it almost never goes to that. It, that goes, side. it goes
0: the opposite direction, and that
1: almost can go to kind of maybe the Doug Peterson knowing how he gets down. Yeah, like listen, don't even pay attention, don't even to, pay that attention to that noise. Yeah, like this Khalil Mack shit and him him motioning out. Just that's meant for all you noise. to look over there and be like, damn, yeah. what's Khalil like, Mack what's doing? Khalil out Mack there? doing? Next thing you know, Taylor Gabriel is yeah. running around the edge. Yeah, right? look for him. Look so for him. Look for him. They were that,
0: all over that. I'm telling you, he knew that he they, you blow that up like that when you know the play or you have a good idea. It's it's one of five or six plays you know is coming, right? And I think that's that's defensive coaching right there. Look out for him. You look out for Taylor Gabriel. Yeah. Be mindful of where he is on the football field because, and again, Nagy likes to give it to him out the backfield. Taylor Gabriel is kind of like his Swiss Army knife. So, I mean, yeah, I think you could have came up with something a lot better than that. Yeah, a I, whole lot better than that.
1: interesting. Because as deep as that playbook is, I, I agree with
0: you. Yeah, there was something, and that's his specialty—those weird little plays down there at the goal line. Like you had the the touchdown of the lineman and shit like that. I just thought he could have got he could he could have came harder. Yeah, no doubt. Yep.
1: A Christ in the chat, he said, didn't throw downfield really until the fourth quarter. A Rob could have eaten that dude up all night. That's hundred percent facts. Yeah, definitely. He was once he started going to him, he was killing him. Yeah. And I think this is a really good segue into. We're going to close this segment with Parky, and we got we got a lot to say about that. Yeah. But I lost my train of thought. But I'm saying, oh, okay. The perfect segue into a Christ saying that he didn't really open it up until the fourth quarter. Mitchell Trubisky in the fourth quarter looked like a man. Bro. Money. That was that was. I that. was man. I was so impressed, bro. Yeah. Because I remember. So take it back to Philly having the ball and needing to go down. And, we yeah. scored. We went down and scored a touchdown. And yep. we're like, I'm in my head, bro. I'm like, this shit is over. We're good. We're good. Yeah. You're telling me they're gonna have to go down and score a touchdown on RD. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Then they start moving that thing. And before yeah. I get to Trubisky, if we want to talk about quarterback play, I've never seen someone. Get the ball out as quick as Nick Foles. Was yeah, doing the ball out, bro. It's
0: it's crazy. Yeah,
1: the anticipation on his throws. He was throwing shit so early that they looked like lollipops yeah. that were about to well, get intercepted. Remember
0: that's what uh, they kept saying. They kept saying he's throwing these. Uh, what are we kept saying he's playing. He's throwing the ball above the rim. They're playing above the rim. Bro, Collinsworth. It was saying. it was the most yeah, ridiculous. It is. Shit. It's like, crazy
1: that ball over the middle. to, yeah. I, don't, I think Aguilar. Yeah, he threw the ball. I think it was like a it was like a an out like a, like an out and back to the post. Yeah. He had threw the ball before he made his first move. Yeah. And then started to go to the second move. He was getting the ball out of his He's hands. Confident. ASAP, ASAP Rocky, bro. Um, I know you said like
0: last week we both said, like, oh, we don't believe the hype, but I mean that that there is something to it. There's something to it when you can deliver in those type of situations. I mean, there there's something to it, man. Like we got we got false. Hundred percent.
1: The way he was, the, he the was way, terrible
0: for three quarters.
1: He was getting rid of the rock. Yeah, he wasn't. Te- I don't. I mean, he wasn't terrible, nah. but I mean, he
0: wasn't. He well, the, he wasn't. Off, he wasn't dominating us for three quarters. He threw the two bad. He threw the two picks.
1: The the the, the first pick was a fucking outrageous play by Roquan. <laughs> yeah. Roquan.
0: That's an yeah. all. Of, that's an yeah. all pro yeah. play. That yeah. wasn't Nick Foles' He took the yeah, ball. He legit took the he ball, the ball yeah. out his homie all out one to The Amos pick. Second one was horrible. 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 Horrendous. Horrendous. Yeah. But, but it's not like he was shredding the Bears, is what I mean. Like, he wasn't shredding us up. They weren't scoring points. You know what I mean? They weren't scoring touchdowns. So, that, that's what I mean. I mean, yeah, it's not like he was having the game of his life and ripping us up and scored 28 points.
1: No doubt. Yeah. But back to Trubisky. Because my man, early, was a little shaky. Yeah. But I think he was getting jitters out. And Philly, like you said, came to play ball. The defense they was, came to play. They was playing defense the for defense real. defense came to play. And... But once he started once Nagy opened it up. He looked good. He looked amazing, bro.
0: And that that was probably my biggest takeaway from the game. Positive is that uh I'm no longer I'm not worried about Mr. Trubisky at all. He showed me in the second half of the season and in this playoff game that we're good. I don't think he's gonna get worse. You know what I mean? There's nothing that he showed me that makes me think he's gonna get worse. Does he have a lot of things to work out? Absolutely. He's a young quarterback, but the way he played in that fourth quarter was exactly what I need to see. The stakes couldn't have been any higher. He did his job when he was asked to. We need a fourth quarter drive, which is something, again, we feared that he would have to deliver in this game. He delivered. It's not his fault that, you know, Cody Parkey clanked the ball. You know what I mean? It's That's, that's not on Mitch.
1: Um, that corner – I think it was to uh, Tony Miller. Yeah. Or was that Bellamy? Who was that on the corner? I can't even remember. It was Jay Bellamy. Jay Bellamy. Yeah. Because I remember. I remember being like, "Is that Bellamy?" It was Jay
0: Bellamy. That's yeah, the same thing. Yeah. We said. I was like, like, "Jay Bellamy." Is that Bellamy? Yeah. Jay Bellamy, <laughs> who, who could not catch a cold last year.
1: Yeah. That corner ball he put on him was perfect. Dime. The uh, the out and up to Robinson on the touchdown drive. Dime. Perfect. Yeah. Dime. 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 So he looked amazing in the fourth. Um.
0: And got us into position for the field goal again. Yeah, I mean, he did his job. That's did his twice. job. Yeah. He did his job absolutely, no and didn't look scared, confident. Man, I mean, I'm I'm really, again, if you if there's a silver lining for Bears fans, is that we're good with Trubisky right now. I do not see him regressing next year. Or that type of stuff. The confidence is there. He's only going to get better. That was a
1: great way to close it. Yeah, I think. Now, if it was the flip and like he he kind of did what. We'll talk about the parking situation in a second. But, like, say, for example, on that last drive, he throws a pick. Yeah. I would hate to see him go into the off season like that.
0: Answering questions. Exactly. This, so this is a I, Trubisky question. You, he's not going to hear it. Yeah. He's I'm, not going to hear it in the off season. like he, like he 100% right. I'm very happy that right. yeah. the,
1: the last thing he left everybody with was like, hey, man. We're good. I got y'all down nope. there. The, the whole kicking situation is a different thing. Um, but I did my thing in um, the fourth quarter. On
0: Monday, nobody was talking about Mitch as a reason that we lost right. the game. And right. Nobody was talking about oh shit. Do we need to worry about something at the quarterback? Um, yeah, I think that's major, which helps our off season tremendously, in my opinion, too. Because you, you're you you feel set there. It's kind of like a peace of mind. You know, what I mean, you saw sixteen game, fifteen games, what fourteen games of Mitch um, this year that you liked. So yeah. we're good.
1: All right, let's talk Cody Parkey. Do we, any any do we have to give me your initial thoughts, man.
0: Um, I mean, so I know there's a video is circulating now of the the ball getting tipped off the fingers, which absolutely matters. Yeah. Um, and anyone pretending like, oh, it's just a little bit, like, no, that absolutely matters. Absolutely, the ball, tipped when the ball. ball's going like that and it hits anything, it's gonna it's gonna throw off the trajectory of the ball, right? Um, with that being said, <laughs>
1: I it crazy. Let's rewind, because. When they scored, I'm at the bar watching the game. The bar yeah. is jammed. Yeah. And if you were on the No Catch him Instagram story, you saw the live reaction of how it all went down and him hitting the post or whatever. But I remember having this feeling in my stomach like, wow, it's really going to come down to Trubisky and Cody Parkey. Like, our worst nightmare, yeah. essentially. My, the, the, the gut feeling went down after Trubisky got us in order and I'm like, it's going to come down to Parky, bro. Yep. And if we're going to, if we're going to be honest, I wasn't feeling that nuts, that crazy because he had banged two earlier, three earlier. Three. And they were all down the middle. They looked good. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, because remember in the last, last week I mentioned like, if he misses early, then I'm, we're in trouble. Yeah. But he, you,
0: had, you were on the you are on the shower, Cody Park. Yes, would love support, yeah. yeah.
1: And going into that, I'm I'm feeling confident because he didn't miss. He was doing his thing, mm-hmm. and he had it locked up. I am on the side of the icing. Where if you get an opportunity to kick it, I think you take it. Get a look, get a feel from where you're at, and then take it again. So a lot of people are out there like he shouldn't have kicked it. Just when the whistle blows, just pull it back, whatever. My initial thought was that he missed it.
0: I've never seen a kicker not kick it in that situation. No, I've never. I'm trying to think of every time a kicker gets iced, they they generally kick it because you always want to see if it's going in. I've never seen a kicker just stop. If you stop, you can stop in your motion. You fuck around and pull your hamstring.
1: Yeah, but I think more, more times than not, the whistle's coming before you're going yeah. in motion. You know what I mean?
0: I've never. I'm just trying to think if I've ever. I mean, I guess it's not something I really look for. Now I will going forward, but I haven't even heard that. But yeah. What are you trying to do, save his good kick?
1: I don't know. But like people people were – that was an argument. Like, yo, why did he kick it? He jinxed himself, That's a blah, argument. Blah, blah, blah. It
0: doesn't make any sense.
1: But let's get this <laughs> straight.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Initially, before I saw it get tipped, I was on Cody Parkey's ass. Yeah. I was like, I can't wait to jump on Tuesday. I'm all in – I'm in Cody Parkey's ass. Yeah. He's a bum First off, it's something you couldn't write in a script that it hit the post and then yeah, hit the it, crossbar it went, and jumped it out. It went backwards. It, it's the most that's the most like Usually it bangs at the front yeah. mockery shit yeah, of all time. Crazy. For him hitting the post as many times as he did in the regular season the double to doink. then to lose the game off the hitting. I've never seen anybody hit the crossbar yeah. and hit the, hit the hit the hit the uh hit the post, then hit the crossbar. I've never yeah. seen anything like that. Now that it's been blocked, if you go back and look at it. Our offensive line got blown up, crazy, mm-hmm. big time penetration, and could Parky have gotten it up and over a little bit? Yeah, but I don't know, man. Okay. It it changes the narrative a ton. You can't. You, I don't
0: know how much it changed the narrative for me, just because of where I was with Parky. I just, I don't know, man. I mean, he he. Took, at the same time, he almost lost the benefit of the doubt by the fact that it's the sixth time he did it this year. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm on both sides because I'm not going to sit here and act like someone's fingertips don't change the trajectory of that ball, right? Enough to even send it off that way. At the same time, this dude is notorious for kicking the uprights. You know what no I mean? Doubt. He's notorious. He it happened last week. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, I mean, you asked in the middle of the year, what do we do, change our kicker? Yeah, you bring people in. You start warming people up, you see who's out there. Just like in any other position, man, you got I mean, you you have to bring in competition there.
1: One thing you said that caught my attention, we were talking on the phone after the game was, "You you knew the kicker was a problem. You didn't address it, and we went into the playoffs kind of hoping and praying it didn't it didn't come up." Yeah. We What were we supposed to do though? We owe him $9 million guaranteed. Do we we bench him?
0: Here's the thing. My question is, did at any point in the year, did we bring in anybody else just for tryouts? I'm not saying cut Cody Parkey at that point in time. I'm not saying sign somebody for the sake of signing somebody. But just bring some people in. Have them kick at Soldier Field. Soldier Field is going to be a factor. You got home field advantage. Have them kick at Soldier Field. Bring somebody in. Just see what's out there. It does not hurt to try. It's a kicker you know, you don't need to learn a fucking playbook you know what I mean like just honestly just bring somebody else to kick we knew this was, we knew it was an issue we knew it was an issue with this guy, and after you kick the post four times in one game, your confidence <laughs> is shot a kicker you want to talk about a position where you need to be on ultra confidence you can't have visions of what happens if this kid hits the post and he did it last week you know what I mean yeah. And as a sick joke, Bama's kicker fucking kicks it off the post last night. Uh, that Did you see that on yeah, the extra point? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that shit's in his head. You know what I mean? It's in his head. Bring in somebody else. And, again, if you don't find somebody, you don't find somebody. But, shit, you should do your due diligence. And maybe they did bring people in, but I don't remember ever hearing anything. All I remember I, is that Parky think... was at Soldier Field at night with helicopters kicking field goals <laughs> or some stupid bear yeah. shit like that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, he ended up going down and practicing in Soldier Field and all with that. With the helicopters? I was I was yeah. ready to come in here and blame the whole L on Cody Parkey because this is, a, this is playoff football. Defenses were banging. People yep. were playing hard. I understand you hit three and you got us the nine points of this fifteen that we had. Yeah. Go every time you try out there, you need to make the field goal 100%. unless it's from fifty-eight yards. So if it's blocked, get the ball up and over. Ball's too low. Yeah, that's part of it. Part of it's his his interior line give up a ton of penetration. Sure. Go back and look at that play. People were getting blown up. Yeah. They made an impact to try to, to try to block that kick. Well,
0: they also That's knew still, they had a kick The whole, the whole yeah. special
1: teams unit fucked that up. Yeah, we're supposed to go in there and bang that field goal and go to L. A. There's no doubt about that. So there's there's no I'm not giving them an excuse, but we it's, it doesn't all fall on Cody Parker's shoulders. No doubt about it for me.
0: You gotta go out there and deliver in the moment that you're paid the money to deliver in, and he was paid the money to deliver in that very moment. Point blank. There's, there's no, there's no way around it. He needs to deliver. You know, what I mean, that's, that's why he's there. That's your job. You have one fucking job.
1: Where does this rank in like the heartbreak meter of your Chicago sports?
0: Not, not, not. It's recent, but yeah. not high. When I, when I really look at things, I mean, like, I would say, um, there's been tougher losses. You know, the Super Bowl loss to me is probably is the toughest loss for me. And my Chicago sports thing, then the Derrick Rose knee. It's the second toughest loss. Uh, NFC Championship game, the Cutler game, that was a tough loss for me. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, because it was a first-round game. Like we said, it's not like all year we were, like, high on it. It's not like that Super Bowl year, like, where we were in the fucking Super Bowl and then it just all went wrong. Like, I don't know. It'll... But here's the thing. I, I heard something interesting the other day. It's one of those losses that, like, you'll always remember this game because of how we lost it. You know what I mean? Even the Super Bowl, I've never watched the highlight of that game, and I, I remember certain things about it, but it's not like certain moments stick out other than the Cedric Benson fumble. Fuck Cedric Benson. <laughs> but um, this particular moment, right, the double clank situation, like, that that's very distinct. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. we are now, like, have that Blair Walsh moment. You know, like, we're not even Vikings fan, but you can ask anybody who Blair Walsh is, and they'll tell you who Blair Walsh is. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, that's, that's where we're, that's, I'll always remember that. It's I, funny you it's say terrible. that you've
1: never watched the Super Bowl highlight, because now that you say that, I've watched the Hester run back a couple times. Yeah, a bunch but of times. But outside of that, I've never watched a moment of that game.
0: So I will say this. It was on the NFL Network replay um, a few years ago. Was
1: it some Manning tribute? Yeah, one of those yeah, one of
0: those <laughs> stupid like you know one of those stupid NFL films things where they got the horns playing and all that. Yeah. And it cut to the second half, and I had forgotten. I watched like five minutes, and I had forgotten how bad Rex Grossman was in the second half of that ball game. He was awful. But again, I could not. I don't remember anything about that game other than the Hester return, other than the fact that it was raining. Right? It was raining like crazy. It was
1: raining. Yeah. No and doubt. we lost the game.
0: But I, remember, I don't know. I don't know. I had forgotten that Grossman was that bad. I watched, I was like, damn, he was awful.
1: Yeah, bro. The, the, but won't watch a highlight.
0: Didn't watch Sports Center for like a month after that. I was done.
1: The Hester return sticks out, of course. Yeah. Well, the call. The, then Peyton Manning coming out and throwing an interception on the first drive. Don't even remember it. You don't remember that? Don't.
0: We he Who threw an interception.
1: He threw an interception on the first drive. I have no what, idea. Was it Vasher? The Probably. interceptor. I, yeah, I don't know. That was the, the interceptor. But <laughs> but I remember him throwing a pick on the first drive after the touchdown run yeah, back, yeah. and I was like, "We're gonna destroy this, yeah. dude. It's raining. This is just what we want." And then when we blew t- that coverage. Remember Reggie Wayne got behind the safety. No, we blew that coverage. Black, oh, I'm I blacked it out, bro. Yes. I don't. I, I want I, that, no. That
0: was the worst loss I've I've never experienced in my life. I remember I was in Arizona. I didn't like leave the house. Yeah, for a couple of days, type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was bad.
1: For me, that Super Bowl is the worst. Yeah, because at that point, I was what, like twenty years old? Yeah, I, I might have been. Was that that was 06, right? Yeah, you were like, like 19, I was eighteen. 18 I was eighteen yeah, years I think old. I was a sophomore. What was I? So like I was a sophomore in college. Yeah, that was the first big event after like the the Jordan shit. If we're being one hundred, we were young guys. Like yeah. we remember it, but we weren't like locked in, locked in. It like was our that. first team. Like, it was our um, first real like, yo, we're in the Super Bowl. Like we bruh. got twenty like, years of fan talk to type us. Type yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's number one. Number two for me is not even when the Cubs blew that series to the Marlins. That was real. that's up there. Yeah, it was the ne- It was like a. It was like two or three years later when um, the Cubs got back. We had, like, the best record in the NL, and we lost to Manny Ramirez. We got swept by Manny Ramirez and the Dodgers. The
0: Dodgers. I remember that. That's I up- remember that distinctly. The Cubs had the best record in baseball. Yeah, that that's
1: up there for me because I we had already went through that really stretch of, like, okay, we blew the World Series what thing, but now name, we're back.
0: What was the dude's name that was killing y'all, the Chinese or Japanese dude, killing the Cubs? Oh, it's my God. talk about the pitcher? Uh, I. I all I remember is there was a Japanese dude on the Dodgers. I can't remember if he was a pitcher. I can't remember if he was an outfielder. I was know it he was. Nomo
1: back then? Hideki? No, I don't think it I was. I don't remember.
0: It was somebody. He was killing the. Does anybody in the chat know? Killing the
1: Cubs. Killing them. Nah, but I remember just we, had, we were such a good team and t- we got swept.
0: We got swept, yeah lost two two in a
1: row at home and then went out to la yeah and that was in like the thick of the manny ramirez and the dodgers yeah that one's really up there for me and then i'm not gonna lie like i said before i really started sipping the juice for these bears like i was on the just enjoy it don't get too excited but i was locked in bro i had bet money on the bears the whole nine yards and to see them go out like that really really crushed me bro i was sick for like a for the for the rest of the night and then probably that next morning, no doubt.
0: Yeah, when you talk about games, those are up there. I think just I, I would almost say the heartbreak meter for me actually, just because of the chain of events that it set off, is the Derrick Rose injury. I don't. I think if you look at like and I, again we're outside of games, if you look at just like the domino effect of that, like the ripple effects of the Derrick Rose knee injury are still yeah. being felt today. No doubt, you know what I mean. But yeah, like I said, that, that this loss last night or loss on Sunday night was definitely tough. Um, didn't feel good, but yeah. I, I, it's not going to be up in my top, my top two or three.
1: Another thing I want to address with the Cody Parkey thing is a lot of people on social media, on Twitter, on the internet are talking about Robbie Gold. Yeah, people need to chill. You're okay. I, okay, because that, that's the side I'm on. Yeah. If you remember. The year that we let Robbie Gold walk or cut him, I don't even know. I can't remember what we did. I don't know if his contract was up or we cut him, whatever, or didn't sign him. He had missed six field goals that year. Yeah, he wasn't good. He wasn't the Robbie that everyone knows right now and knew before, where yeah, he man. was just all like automatic all right. the time. He missed six field goals and an extra point that year we let him go. Yeah. So this whole narrative that Robbie Gold was 95% and we just let him go is not true. All right, and I think a lot of people are like, "Yeah," and now we got Parky and Robbie Gold has hit, hit his. He's only missed two field goals in his last sixty or whatever it is yeah. with in San Francisco. Yeah, but listen, if you go back and really remember that season, Robbie Gold missed six field goals that year, and it was time to move on from him at the time. Yeah, like it wasn't. Don't don't push that on the Bears. That and Pace was turned
0: over. It was also in the middle. Pace turnover the roster. Robbie Gold was an expensive kicker. Um. Yeah. I mean. I, I. I don't. Yeah. The. That. That's. That's like some real. Like, going back. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Of like, like. Yeah. Players get turned over in the NFL all the time. You don't have like these venetarian situations where you're on the same team for like sixty five years and all that. You know what I mean? Or Janikowski even.
1: Yeah. Now. I mean. In San Francisco, he's missed two kicks. Yeah. He's money. In the last two years. Yeah. With, he's no, pressure, with, no, pressure, with no pressure. Kicking in easy ass San Francisco. He could miss ten kicks. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. Now. I am not gonna flex. I would love to. Robbie's deal is up in San Francisco. Sure. I would love to have him back. Robbie Gold will never
0: play for the Chicago Bears ever again. Why not? Because Robbie 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 Gold and Robbie Gold insulted the the icon, the matriarch. Who? Virginia McCaskey.
1: What did he say I uh, even, during the I lockout? Remember,
0: he was the player union rep, and during the lockout, he pretty much. I don't know if he called her greedy, but he, he, he insinuated that she was greedy more or less, right? If you don't know, Virginia McCaskey is the owner of the Chicago Bears. Mike McCaskey and George McCaskey actually run the team. But she she is the principal owner of the Chicago Bears and kind of like a untouchable figure in the Chicago sports landscape. I mean, first of all, she's 98 years old. Um, she was and,
1: sipping big A&W root beer, Yeah, she bro. was
0: chilling, bro. Yeah.
1: She be smacking root beer. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But yeah, so she, and he pretty much came out. You can look up the quote, but he came out and said something that see. was against her. And this was during the lockout time during about 2011. Um, I forget exactly what he said. He got a lot of heat for it. And he still played on the Bears for like three or four more years after that. But I think, uh, you know, he's probably, yeah, there you go. That might be the quote where he's critical of all the owners, but he said something directly related to Virginia McCaskey.
1: Let's see if I could pull it up. But yeah. you think that's enough? you think she made the call or the
0: I don't think she made the call cuz he was still on the team <laughs> made for like the call? they paid him for four more years, but I don't think he's he's probably not welcome back with open arms. I think that's like the one thing you don't do with the Bears. It's like a known thing you don't you don't talk about Virginia McCaskey. You know what I mean? So uh he made that mistake. So yeah, I don't yeah, think I, I don't think he's If I got it, I'll pull it up. I don't, th- I don't think he's welcome back.
1: Yeah, um Which whatever I'm gonna tell you this I understand what you're saying but it seems like things have changed up there in the owners box we're not doing things like we used to do I wouldn't be so quick to say that what are you talking about after one year we're signing people we're signing people for 180 million dollars the the
0: Bears haven't been scared to spend money before I don't think the Bears have been scared to to make a free agent splash we gave Julius Peppers 92 million dollars yeah we did we gave Jay Cutler 100 we signed Jay Cutler to the largest contract in NFL history. So I don't think the Bears' ownership has been dumb and been cheap in certain situations. We also
1: didn't want to sign Roquan to his yeah, to his. they petty, deal, but which right. was petty, which is so, more. But it
0: wasn't a money issue; it was a pettiness issue. So they've been stupid and petty. But I think they've shown they've spent money when they need to spend money on things. Um, and obviously, I mean the Khalil Mack thing you had to do should be in the MVP of the league, but we won't talk about that.
1: <laughs> I would like to see Robbie Gold back. I wouldn't mind that. It's I love gonna, it. It's going to be an interesting thing. Do you think we just swallow the nine million? I think we have to.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's one of the, the fortunate things that we're in, we're in a good cap space situation right now, where we might be in position to uh, swallow that. But you know the this, the NFL salary cap is always tricky. I'm sure it's something you can do to make that nine turn into six and move around this and nine guaranteed out. There's roster bonuses. You cut them before a certain date. That nine nah, is like seven point two.
1: Nah, nine million guaranteed usually means nine million.
0: No, nah, because they're talking about the AB thing like AB if the, if the Steelers do certain things in a certain way his 22 million becomes like 12 million. The NFL salary cap is funny, bro. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm not that's a pro. That's why you
0: have cap dudes on the team whose sole job is to know how to work around the cap.
1: Yeah, I'm not a pro on that.
0: Yeah, the Bears have got a guy named Cliff Stein, he's the Bears capologist. Okay, that's that's, work. that's what they do. Yeah, they're they're they'll figure it out, bro. That's, I don't that's not our job. Good thing it's not our job to figure that out. No
1: doubt. But Let's close it team. here on the Bears. What do you want to see them add next year?
0: That's a good question. Yeah, um, what, what, what would you like to see them improve? Here. Yeah. So, with the draft this year, um, I think because we're so good at the front of the line, I mean, like our starters, I really want to see the Bears draft for depth. We won't be this healthy next year. It's not like, hey, will we? We will not be this healthy this year. It'd be an anomaly. Um, everything we've seen about football will show that we won't be this healthy this year. So, our main focus in the draft is we need to add quality depth right don't necessarily look to swing for home runs if you can get cuz you again your front of the line guys are signed and they're good get guys that can come in and play in the NFL right now cuz you're going to need that depth a corner goes down a receiver goes down defensive lineman goes down get some guys who can come in and play right now i think when you're rebuilding you can take those big swings but i think like literally i think our team from a talent perspective we're we're really good I don't see a lot of holes in how we operate right now, so just get some depth. If you can add some more playmakers, again, this offense can always use those. But defensively, draft for defensive depth because my biggest uh, concern is one of the big time defensive players goes down, and we can't, you know, replace even fifty percent of that production.
1: Kicker, obviously, that needs to be addressed. And I'm going to go out. I'm
0: desperate on a kicker though in the draft.
1: Oh, no, You're I'm talking not about saying free agency. draft. I'm talking about go get a okay, yeah, reliable. Yeah, I don't yeah. care where you get it. Don't, don't
0: do like some Tampa Bay yeah. drafting dude from Florida State the second round. Like
1: San Diego got some dude off the street that was banging shit through. You can, yeah, there's easy.
0: kickers out there.
1: So, yeah, just go get someone that's reliable yeah. and that's mentally rock solid. Bring in a lot of them. And 100%. Competition. Kick, kick, let, them, let, let them all, let them all kick. Yeah, go get a guy from Australia. Kickers. Whatever. Yeah, do whatever exactly. you yeah, got Yeah, go get one of these guys. yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this right now. Prince of Mukamura is going to need to be replaced at some point in the very near future, in my opinion.
0: You don't think he's good?
1: I think he's very solid. I think he's going to be 30 coming up this summer. Yeah. He has a lot of things going for him that protect. He, he's a, he's in a very good position now with an all-pro free safety. Amos is back there. Yeah. And our our pass rush. <laughs> if he's out there on an island by himself, he's a liability. Yeah. I'm gonna go out and say that now. I think if we could go out and get a big time. I think a corner. We need to add some depth there. Definitely I'm not saying. Backfield I, is I'm, always great. I'm not saying that he's not a good corner, and he, he had a great year, and our whole well, defense you know, had a great year. He is gonna start to show cracks, in my opinion, in the very new, in the very near future, going forward.
0: Um. So you know what was funny when they were doing the Bears introductions and the Pro Football Focus rankings. Prince of Mookamore is the number two cornerback in the NFL according to Pro Football Focus. Did you look at those rankings no. that I had for the Bears? They're, they're outrageous, and I didn't believe in any of them because they had Khalil Mack third at his position. I can't think of two-player. No. But they had Trubisky 29th, so that's when I knew it was a bunch yeah. of bullshit. Cohen was like fifth. Um, but I, I thought Mukamura was great. I thought he was solid. I thought he made a lot of heads-up plays. Yeah. His, the anticipation that he showed on some of his interceptions, um, I thought he played well. But, I, 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 yeah, you're 100% right. Corners can lose it. <laughs> quickly I when it's gone for a corner it's gone and you need depth at that position
1: i think he played a little over his head this year for sure there's a lot of he was in a very very good situation a lot of those
0: guys probably did
1: yeah and i think that it we we missed eddie jackson a lot yeah, on oh sunday yeah. night late yeah on those drives for sure and i think he he's gonna show a little. He's gonna show that he lost a step come next year. That's might be a hot take, but that's just that's just what I think. And if we can add some depth at the, depth the corner, in defensive
0: backfield, depth at linebacker, depth in the defensive line, yeah. yeah.
1: Would you like to see us go out and get Le'Veon or no. Kareem Hunt? No, I think, or anything like that. No, any I big splashes? No,
0: not on the, definitely not a running back. I'm not I'm not in the pay running back camp big time at all. Definitely not Le'Veon at this point. Um Kareem Hunt, if you can get him for cheap. You'll forgive? I you don't it. know. Yeah. I the optics, man. You just gotta think about the optics and the franchise would do it. Um yeah. I mean if he's available for cheap, sure, I would grab Kareem Hunt. Why not? He fits into this offense. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Hey, we got a question in the chat. If you had to invite, if if these two people had to be invited, you could you, you, you and you had to choose one to attend your cookout. Are you inviting Cody Parkey or R. Kelly?
0: <laughs> Who asked
1: that? Hey, Shout out John Marcelo for the question. Is that my Cody mark? Parkey my... <laughs> or R. Kelly at the cookout? No, that's facts. That's a good question.
0: Oh man, did you see that? Did you see that button up that Cody Parkey had on after the game? Dude he he's the he's most sh- he's
1: the most straight edge <laughs> dude in history, bro.
0: Bro, you had the button. I'm pretty sure the top button button. Cody um, Parkey is just
1: a straight edge
0: <laughs> dude. I'm not. I don't know if I'm. My kids are there, so I'm, my daughter's there. I'm not bringing R. Kelly. around. <laughs> I'm not bringing R. Kelly. Listen, unless he's in a cage singing, that doesn't even sound right. I'm inviting
1: <laughs> R. Kelly to the cookout so we could link up and try to whoop cause, <laughs> like like if he had to show up. Maybe we could court, like if he was forced to show up, we could talk to him and maybe smack him nah, up a little he's bit. Showing up with some goons. And then kick him. Nah, yeah, Kells is showing up
0: with them people. Big goons. Big super goons. But I'm gonna try to a get a I'm gonna try
1: to get a smack in on his yeah. ass. The shit that he's been doing for decades is crazy. Yeah. And my only thing is it's
0: that, that we all it, knew.
1: Yeah, we all knew. We and all it's knew. not really shocking because there's girls out here that are Dealing with that type of shit from a regular yeah. dude, so if you put that on top of the stature with R. Kelly, it doesn't surprise me, but it's very sad. I got a, st- I got it's a, st- out-
0: I got a story about this. It's outrageous. I- 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 off, off, offline. Offline, so we like, can off- talk about an it. Offline banger for you.
1: But yeah, uh probably Cody parkey You're. Ex- <laughs> Co- I'm not bringing Co- R. Kelly to the house. <laughs> I'm, I'm, bringing, I'm bringing I'm bringing R. Kelly bringing to the R. crib Kelly because the I don't think I'll have any little girls at what, the cookout say and I'll try Christmas to steal party? off they his ass.
0: He was trying to have a Christmas party.
1: He Gee, he's the of the girls left. Tro- like, yeah, no. Robert's
0: gonna have a Christmas party. Like, hold on, man,
1: Kel's is out of control. He's super
0: out of control. AJ, nothing but a number.
1: Let's close it here. Big ups to the Bears for that yeah. run. It was an amazing season. I'm looking forward to see what we do in the off season. Who we're going to add to the squad? Because, like you said, yeah. for us to stay that healthy would be a miracle next depth. year again. Um, so, add some depth, see what we do, and uh, shout out the Bears, man! That was an awesome run, and uh, it's a new day in the NFC North. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely, the national championship, the Natty. The Natty. First off, I ca- I call that any college like championship game that's going on is the Natty. And I don't think enough people know that from – every time I – like, yo, what are you doing? You watching the Natty tonight? Like, the Natty? What's that? Who are you talking to? I don't know. Yeah, you're talking to the <laughs> right people, bro. Am I talking to the <laughs> wrong folks? You're probably like, talking to the wrong people, man. Like, I've multiple occasions been like, yo, you watching the Natty tonight? Where you Who you got tonight in the Natty? Yeah. People are like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But yeah, the Natty's the national I mean, championship. They say it on Sports Center and shit. That so shit yeah, is so, like that's surprising. Yeah, that, that's known across the board. The Natty's the. National I don't championship. call. I
0: don't, Wouldn't call like nah. See, I disagree with any sport. I think it's the college football championship is the Natty. I wouldn't call March Madness championship game the Natty.
1: What are you calling it?
0: The national championship game. No, it's
1: the Natty. Nah, bro. No, the
0: Natty is one sport, bro. I think it's. I think that's only football.
1: It's the Natty, bro. National <laughs> championship is the national championship in hoops and basketball and ah. everything else. It's the Natty.
0: Uh, I disagree. I beg to differ.
1: <laughs> I think the biggest storyline last night was obviously Clemson blows them out. What was it? 44-16? Yeah. I mean, ran them, out, ran them off the field. It was and, the worst
0: loss the Saban's had since Miami Dolphins.
1: And he looked out-coached, out-everything. Yeah. And he looked on the sideline like, what the fuck is happening? Went
0: for six fourth downs. Is doing like non nick Saban shit. What are we doing here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> how did you feel about the start of the game? How did you feel going in? What do you think was going to happen before it started?
0: I'll tell you what I thought was going to happen before yeah. it started because I took Bama big last night. So um, I thought Bama was going to win. I liked the five and a half. Um, and I, just, I thought they were going to dominate them, honestly. Um, I thought it was just going to be another one of those Bama games. But obviously that wasn't the case. You saw from the very first drive. When Tua threw that pick six and Clemson was just beaming, um i knew we were in trouble right i knew we were in trouble at that point in time um and it just yeah i mean the first quarter they tried to keep up with them once they missed that uh that extra point it was just all downhill from there and then clemson just took off with it
1: i wasn't worried Bammer was
0: running all over him also i will say that Bammer was running the ball up and down the field but they just got down by so big that they couldn't they had to start throwing it and two of me looked shaky
1: he had a shaky game.
0: He had a real shaky game, and like I don't want to overreact, but like it's it's like the, what the second game in his entire career that he's faced any type of real pressure, and he looked shaky. Because let's, let's face it, two has been playing with the lead all year. Even when it's 0 he's on but that he's team. Been, he's but playing he's playing been lead putting that lead together. He, yeah, though. but he they've been killing folks like hundred percent. Yeah, he's um, been
1: putting that lead together himself though.
0: But he played against a team that was ready, and he didn't look good. Like he looked bad.
1: I think – I don't think that – I wouldn't say he looked bad. They looked like they didn't have a plan. Yeah. Like, they didn't – they were just – they kind of yeah. went out there like, we're we'll, Alabama, we're going to go do what we do. And, yeah. like, and it just wasn't like that. Yeah. Brent Venable was not going for that. Not going like, at all. he had a plan for everything they were doing. And uh, it was interesting. I wasn't worried when he threw the pick six because it was early. He made a mistake. They got the ball back. And he showed – he showed the next possession. He just – he threw, like, a 60-yard yeah, to touchdown back or whatever round, it was, yeah. right? So, I wasn't worried there. I was worried when Trevor Lawrence looked wild comfy. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting him to look as comfy as he did. Sunshine. And he looked comfy the whole way. Yeah. That dude is going to be a problem. He's 19 years
0: old. Or oh, he just turned 20, he's right? He's 19 years old. No, he's he turns, 19. He turns 20 soon. Okay, yeah. yeah but he's 19 yeah, he right 19, now. he's 19,
1: yeah. And I think we fell in the trap because I had Bama too. Yeah. We fell in the trap of Clemson hasn't really played anybody all year. It didn't help me that they played Notre Dame and everyone was like, Notre Dame's not shit. So that didn't seem like a big marquee yeah, win. Was,
0: we knew Notre Dame wasn't shit every year. It
1: didn't seem like a marquee win. Yeah. but
0: Stop letting Notre Dame in the playoff, by the way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but um, we got to get them in a conference of some sort. They need to They have no, no the reason to, though. Yeah, but they they, the NCAA deal. needs to be like, yeah, yo, you need to TV be. Deal. You they want that
0: that NBC money every year. I know, but
1: you need to be in the NCAA. Should be like, yo, you need to be in the conference. You need to join a conference. Pick which one you want. Yeah. I don't you give a fuck gotta, Where you it gotta is. play somebody. You want to play that. in the Big Ten? You yeah. want to play in the Big Twelve? Yeah, 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 cool, yeah. but you got to start playing. Well, some they join things. one
0: for ba- they're in the Big East for basketball right. and all the other shit. Like yeah. you got
1: to start playing like some conference USA. Let's get some structure in this joint somehow, some way.
0: They write. I've never seen. Yeah, they got a lot of influence. They they really they got a lot of play. They write their own rules, but that's what happens when you own a network. You got a network NBC. Every Saturday has to show a show yeah. Notre Dame game. It's crazy.
1: So, <clears throat> the biggest takeaways for me from this game was Trevor Lawrence looks like a real pro.
0: Definitely, this
1: dude just is just a quarterback. He's six six. Yeah, he can just stand there, see everything. His anticipation was great. He was he throws a really really good ball. Yeah, I think we knew that, but that and he looked sensational. And He
0: replaced the dude. I mean, the dude who was Kelly Bryant. Yeah, who ended up transferring out, and Kelly Bryant yeah. was decent. Yeah.
1: I think, and then the other takeaway was this Dabo Sweeney versus Nick Saban. This, in my opinion, is what Nick Saban needed. He was cruising. Yeah, for sure. I beat up everybody. No one can fuck with me. And if we're being honest, the SEC is probably with the Big Ten up there with the premier division in college football. But outside of Alabama, they're Kind of sus. Florida, they LSU, have sus. They have some teams Auburn. that are up, or,
0: up and down. Yeah. Like, they have a lot of reputation teams. A exactly. lot of, like Florida's a reputation team, but when's the, when's the last time Florida was a real threat? Right. You know what I mean? Auburn can get hot, but they're not a consistent threat. They need a Cam Newton-type situation. Georgia's good. Georgia's good. Georgia's good, good right? Um, and then the other side of the conference is all shit. Right. You know, that, so, that, that whole Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Tennessee – they're they're
1: trash. They're all trash. Let, like let's keep it one hundred. Like and Mississippi the State, they, is they got not a cheat to win. Yeah, they're not like they nah. they the years when Tebow in them and they're all not like, solid top to it's bottom not like that. Rock solid yeah. like it has been before, right? So I think this is this gets really interesting because they've now met four times in the playoff. They're two and two, and Dabo has two two titles and Saban has one.
0: Yeah,
1: or do they have two in the last four it's years? Two and two, two and two. Right. Yep. So I think this is what Saban needed. This shit is just getting started. 100, percent yeah. Dabo is now Dabo and Nick Saban are now on the same level right now. Ooh, and Dabo's Not got the legacy formula. wise, but college football. Like if you're the blue chipper number one and you can, it was more like yo, I'm gonna go to Bama. Yeah. Now, right now, it's like, oh,
0: the, well, look what I'm, Dabo's selling though. Hey, come over here. Come to the ACC. First off, we're gonna sweep the ACC. Right. So you're gonna play in the playoff. We get we, we'll play. Maybe one tough not a conference game. I think this year they played A and M, um, right? I don't even
1: think they played a, a, a tough non-conference. But yeah, I ahead. think they
0: played A and M at the beginning of the year. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, but yeah, we're gonna run through the ACC, and at the end of the year, you're gonna be in the college football playoff, and that's a great sell. Or you can go to Bama, where you might not play. You're gonna be playing against, you know, behind all these other guys. You got this tough road through the SEC. You're gonna get banged up all year, and you know all that. Um, yeah, I think, I think he's selling something really good over there at at, uh, at Clemson. If you look at the recruiting rankings, he's got a top 10 class coming in next year. He's got a top 10 class coming in the year after that. Same with Bama. So you're 100% right, man. This thing's going to keep rolling on.
1: Yeah, at A&M, they yeah. won 28-26, yeah, they and that was A&M. without Trevor Lawrence. Yeah.
0: Right. yeah, but that was it. Otherwise, they run through the ACC. I think Syracuse was ranked. Florida State had a down year. I mean, it's, it's an easy sell. He's selling – and he's selling more fun. Who the fuck wants to play for Nick Saban? He's
1: selling the fun, bro. Who the fuck wants to play? Look at
0: Nick Saban, though. Like, who wants to play for that? It's the Pete Carroll thing. Like, Dabo's got that whole Pete Carroll swag. Like, he's dancing in the in the, in the locker room after the game. He's a fun guy. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a better environment.
1: Yeah, it come, seems come that play way. in the ACC. They were talking on the telecast, that young freshman, Ross, that was making, first off, that one-hand catch, bro.
0: Yeah, crazy.
1: Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, they were talking about that kid is from Alabama. He's the number one wide receiver coming yeah. out, and he didn't go to Bama. Didn't he went go to Clemson. Yeah. And the reason he went to Clemson is because they were selling this whole like family a more fun environment. The bond, yeah. Death Valley. And he's Dabble, still gonna get you to the league.
0: And he's still gonna get you to the league. Right. Saban was sending boys off his defense to the league left and right. Dabo Sweeney's doing the same thing. Plenty of Clemson first round draft picks out there.
1: But this woke Saban up. Yeah. This is a real rivalry now. Yeah, oh
0: yeah,
1: Saban is is thinking about Dabo Sweeney every single day yeah. until the next season starts, yep. and he's gonna go at th- this Alabama team that comes back next year is gonna be a sight to see, bro. Yeah, I think. What do you think about the whole narrative that it finally caught up to Saban that he was just flipping his coaches? Dabo has lost three coaches in the last four years. And it hasn't been his defensive coordinator once. Yeah.
0: Well, because they're paying him two point two million dollars, right. right?
1: Yeah, something like that. He's uh, the second highest. Yeah, he's getting paid cash money.
0: Yeah, he's paid. He's paid more than all but like dollars. Yeah, Venable's getting coaches. paid cash yeah. money. Yeah. yeah, he's crazy money.
1: Um, but to that, look at what it's look what, look at yeah, what 100%, happens, right? Yeah. Do you think that that's a big deal that he has to keep recouping these top Kirby Smart? No, you know leads? what I hate.
0: I hate. I hate when something like this happens. Like Saban loses in a national championship game. It's like, oh, it's finally caught up to him. Yo, people lose. I'm sorry. Like, it happens. Not it's like that. It's been working. Though. It's whatever. He lost
1: the game. No, but not Saban like that. They've been thrashing people. Not yo, like that, yo, though, bro. Yo, stop, stop. Not Not like that. I'm not that, bro. out
0: on Saban or what he's been doing that's made him successful all these years. He goes through coordinators. He goes through Sarkeesian. He goes through fucking. Uh, but I'm
1: saying is that is that a reason?
0: Uh, What's the, the what's the guy Kiffin? No, it doesn't matter, man, because he keeps ha, getting good ones.
1: Yeah, but well, you don't think it caught up to him a little bit? No. They got ran off the field.
0: That's fine. Loxley had a great year as offensive coordinator for them. They put up numbers. His quarterback was done every game by the fourth quarter. We can't just all we that's that's almost dis uh, discrediting Clemson. Clemson came in and smacked him in the mouth. It happens. I'm not ready to say what he's doing doesn't work anymore because he lost one football game this year. Granted, it was the most important football game of the year, but there was a chance he was going to lose that game. He lost the game. I have no problem with anything that Nick Saban does or how he chooses to run his organization. He can run it how he damn well pleases because it continues well, to work. Well, I'm not saying if he's, he wants to flip he's board, not
1: firing. He, they're moving I think on other places. He's a
0: fucking egomaniac. I don't think he wants a coordinator that's going to get all the credit. I mean, I, I think, yeah, I, that, that's just part of his thing. I, I don't think it's easy to work for him. Like I heard an interview with Kiffin and Kiff, like Kiffin by no means is a, is a guy that anybody wants to work with, but he was just talking about the difference between working for Pete Carroll and working for Nick Saban is that Saban's just a tough guy to work for. He's one of those guys. He's not going to tell you you're doing a great job. He's not going to make you feel warm and fuzzy that grinds on people, especially when you can go somewhere else. But if he changed that style, he's no longer Nick Saban. So grinding out coordinators is kind of his thing. They're all fine. He, shit. Kurt. We were just talking about Georgia. That's a Nick Saban guy. No, no doubt. Double Sweetie's a Nick Saban guy.
1: It's tough to keep replacing all these premier coaches, though. That's what I'm saying. So but he is a premier I, coach. Yeah, but I think it's it, it caught up to him a little bit this year, and I think they took for granted that they they kind of thought that they were Alabama and Belichick's
0: maybe... been doing that for the Patriots for 17
1: years. Yeah, he's also has Tom Brady on the quarter. That's like yes, I mean, he's got Tua Tagovailoa and a bunch of blue
0: chippers on D. No, I can't. I'm not. I hate that shit. I hate, I, hate, I hate when it becomes like, oh, this final. Because of this one game. So you mean telling me if he won this game, it didn't catch up to him? Think about how yeah. silly that sounds. If he won this game, that thing didn't catch up to him. Well, what if it was? That, that, bro, that, was, that was why got, they lost this game. They, got they lost dominated. this game because they, they flipped coordinators they every
1: year. They weren't prepared like they usually are. They got, their, they got smacked. They weren't prepared. They got smacked. They weren't prepared, though. Nick Saban is in charge of preparing the football team. Hundred percent, he is. He's and, in charge of and, that, and, and but I especially mean, especially defensively, he, he delegates a lot especially of different in
0: especially in defensive backfield. That's what Nick Saban so does. So him flipping does. coaches
1: every other year has no it doesn't doesn't mean anything. No,
0: if they were losing, okay. if they were losing national championships every other. But year. But on the, the flip
1: side, Dabo's not switching anything. No, they've been and, in and the he's he's steady. College rolling.
0: football playoffs been around for five years, and last time I checked, Alabama's been to every single one of them.
1: Yeah, and they've been hundred percent. So
0: I think flipping coordinators every year, and before that, they're winning regular national championships. So <laughs> flipping coordinators has been okay for him. it's It's okay. Whatever he does is okay. It's fine.
1: I think it made it. Why do we need, why Why
0: does it have to be something that he needs to change? He needs to figure out a way to beat uh fucking Clemson next year. Yeah. He's got to figure out a way to stop Trevor Lawrence, who's a true freshman, so he's probably gonna see him at least two more years. Yeah, but I don't think that's a symptom of him changing out coordinators.
1: I think that that was a factor last night. They weren't prepared on offense or defense, and so a coordinator a who was there last
0: co- year would have been better prepared. How how much turnover did Alabama have on their defense between last year and this year? He's not coaching probably the same a players. A lot. He's not coaching the same players. Yeah, probably a lot. But not coaching this. The whole league is in the, the. whole league is playing on Sunday. I think
1: it has an impact. when you keep, When you continue to 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 swap out. Coordinators, nah. and we'll definitely see that if we lose Vic Fangio. And you'll be you'll see that it makes a difference. Someone's not going to be able to just well, walk in 100%. We'll have the but Matt Nagy so, is not
0: fucking Nick Saban, bro. Matt Nagy is not Nick Saban. Nick Saban so, is Nick Saban is the, is the head. He's he's nah. I, I disagree with that.
1: Okay, Go so that, that had nothing to do with it. You think they no, just lost? No, just I think they the just game.
0: got smacked by a, a team that was. Yes, better prepared, but is that preparation? I mean, those guys have been together for a whole year. What what does what being together last year have to do with it? I get continuity and all that, but it's, it's yeah, if, I mean, that would matter if Nick Saban wasn't the program. These head coaches, these Sabans and these Belichicks, the parts are interchangeable. They, they are the program. I get the Brady, mm, I, I, I of course, know. but the parts are interchangeable, man. That's why these college coaches last forever, man, the good ones. That's, but winning. that's
1: why Daniels is back in New England. What? That's why they brought him back. Well, they had to bring him back. Yeah, he came back. Because he... Uh, hey, yeah, He also hey, did what was, hey, hey, was good for him. He we, accepted the job. We, accept- missing, we missing some shit out yeah. back, like what yeah, we yeah, used well, to. Well, like, he, let's get him back in he, here. He
0: knew he, he had to come back, and he definitely had to bend the knee when he came back. Bill Belichick, I'm back. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. We'll kill it. <laughs> we'll, we'll just kill it there. I'm but sorry. I think
1: I'm really excited to see what Nick Saban and Bama do this offseason and how they come back, because... He, this is a pill that he hasn't had to swallow
0: in a long time. Well, he's losing a coordinator. Didn't Loxley take a job. He's right, yeah.
1: and I mean, but this is going to be some shit where people aren't talking about Bama going forward now next year. They're talking about Trevor Lawrence and Clemson and Dabo Sweeney. So we'll see people how that how that. We could go on for this for I mean, how, how that narrative goes. Let's
0: pick goes. this back up next year and see what people
1: are talking about. Shout out Trevor Lawrence and Dabo Sweeney. That was a Definitely. that was a performance for for the ages. Love right Dabo. Yeah. Shout out Dabo. Love his story. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Love it. Uh, let's switch over to the NFL playoffs and uh, the coaching carousel. Yeah. Let's kick it off with this coaching carousel. Lead the way because we're we're running over time over here. Dude. We, yeah, we talk an hour and ten minutes. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, just a couple NFL hires today. First off, Bruce Arians goes over to the Bucks, which I thought was surprising. I thought he retired from the Cardinals. He didn't get fired from Arizona, right? I think I think he just retired. It was like one of those like yeah.
1: You're fired, but we'll tell everybody that you're leaving. Which is an interesting <laughs> situation
0: because for them, I think they do have a Jameis decision on what they're going to do. I think his contract's up. So uh, I I would not, under any circumstance right now,
1: give him long-term money at all. Really quick. Yeah. I actually read uh, an article about, I think it was actually Amina Khan's podcast I was checking out. Yeah. Um, she talked about if the front office is still in place,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: On a quarterback that they picked.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. yeah, for you're right.
1: They're never, ever, ever going to move off that dude. So, if I'm not mistaken, that front office that picked Jameis is still in Tampa Bay. So, he's, I don't know what type of money they're going to give him, but he's going to be the quarterback.
0: Yeah. Front offices
1: see, don't give up on their guys like that. Yeah, like, just, Ryan, as long as Ryan paces around, Trubisky's going to be the quarterback.
0: It's not its not even just the personality of his, the stupid decisions with Jameis. He's, he's just not very good in my opinion, like yeah, that was a lot of picks. He's average. He's average, you know what I mean? Um, I liked him coming out of college a lot. But the baffling one to me was uh, replacing Steve Wilkes, black head coach in Arizona, who they gave one year. You could change a lot in one year with a rookie quarterback. But we'll talk about that another day. Um, they replaced him with Cliff Kingsbury, who if you don't know has been the head coach at Texas Tech over the last, uh, what, seven years? Where he amassed a record of 35 and 40, including 19 and 35 in the Big 12, right? So he then, after the season, Texas Tech fires him. He gets hired as the offensive coordinator at USC, which is a great job for someone who just got fired from Texas Tech. Um, he's there for about a month. And then today, the Cardinals uh, hire him to be the head coach, which to me is crazy. Now, when I told it to you, you're like, "Oh yeah, for sure." Like I saw one look at this dude, Yo, this Aaron, the type of guy as a head real coach. Quick. Yeah. <laughs>
1: now, I don't even know if I, I, don't, I don't have it on. Yeah, hold uh, on one sec. But um, Cliff Kingsbury is has the uh, Lane Kiffin syndrome. Just has that look. I'm gonna show you a picture. If you don't know who Cliff Kingsbury is, you gonna see him in a second. Yeah.
0: What's the what's the Lane Kiffin syndrome though? Explain that to me, man. I need to know. I need to know what that is.
1: The Lane Kiffin the syndrome dude who is. Stays in a job and coaching. This is Cliff man. <laughs> First off, he's wearing <laughs> Ray Ban stylish sunglasses mm-hmm. with his headset. Yeah, like this is the guy we're dealing with, right? Old quarterback at Texas Tech, offensive guy. He's
0: got the, he's got the gel in his hair.
1: Likes to throw the ball. Yeah, Mahomes is a product of his at yeah. Texas Tech. Um, Which is funny, yeah. Because you,
0: you know who else should have been products of him at Texas Tech. Because last I checked, two Heisman Trophy winners left his program in consecutive years.
1: Yeah, Mayfield
0: and Kyler Murray. And Kyler the last Murray. two Heisman Trophy winners were originally Texas Tech guys. So, um, to me, that that was telling. Because it's not like he was winning ball games over there, and he has Heisman Trophy winners transferring out. So again, what is it about Cliff Kingsbury? That makes him such a good coaching candidate. If two Heisman Trophy candidates or two Heisman Trophy winners consecutive years leave my program and I've only won 19 games in the Big 12 in eight, five years, six years, I don't understand why he's such a hot candidate.
1: Yeah, I think the Mayfield thing is, you know, he always, always, he was, he was just, he just wanted to go play. Sure. He's going to leave, do whatever. Right. Kyler Murray. Yeah. Was
0: not. Kyler yeah. Murray started games at Oklahoma or at Texas Tech. Yeah.
1: But. But. The Lane Kiffin syndrome is you're you're good on O. You can you're you're one of the trendy offenses that puts up a lot of points. You're a good looking young white guy. (laughs) This is just facts, bro. Yeah. And how many years did Lane Kiffin get gigs? Where we're like, is this a fucking joke?
0: He, He, I mean, Oakland. he
1: he 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 went from Tennessee where he did nothing. Yeah. To Oakland, yeah. to the NFL, and I, I get it. Davis is not. He's not. He went to, from
0: Oakland to Tennessee to SC. I don't know, but either yeah, way, yeah. he wasn't doing anything at either. He didn't win anywhere, yeah. and he
1: was going for SC to SC, major program after major program, the NFL team yeah. to Alabama's offensive he coordinator. He still gets mentioned in openings. So what I mean by that, Cliff, uh, the 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 Kiffin effect is. Kingsbury is an offensive guy that he does put up points now. Like, let's not – let's not not, wins. He doesn't get wins, but he puts up points. That's (laughs) – but, but, like, he's a good offensive coordinator. Yeah, sure. He gets points. Which is
0: why it was perfect for the SC job.
1: Perfect for the SC job as an offensive coordinator. Great, great idea. Great look. Has the L.A. feel. People will gravitate to that. Um, He's just got that look, the feel. It's a good offensive guy, right? He's always going to have a gig like that. Just, There's always going to be an opportunity for him to come in somewhere and call offense somewhere. Now him getting a, a head coaching job in the league I don't know what warrants that, but well, it's a he's young not a
0: great evaluator of
1: talent. It's a young offensive focused guy and that's where the league is trending with the McVeigh and who's the guy that the the uh, the Packers just picked up Lafour. He the was Hire, the offense.
0: The hired a coach. Yeah, oh, I didn't know they hired a coach. Uh, he's
1: the, the he was the offensive coordinator for the Titans, who was they,
0: they were looking at your boy who Fitz,
1: <laughs> who was previously the offensive coordinator, um, the year before in St. Louis under McVay. So he did a year in he did a year in Tennessee, but like they didn't really do too much crazy. And then now he's going off and he's going to be in the Packers. They were talking about if Rodgers connected with them and had input in that but whatever but yeah Cliff Kingsbury is always going to have a gig because I don't want to make it a race thing but he has that look and he's offensive centric he will always have a solid job for my from yeah I that's just, my take I on I just
0: think it's crazy that you had two Heisman trophy winners under your nose and you you couldn't you didn't see the talent in those guys and someone else did they sent him you sent him over to my man Lincoln Riley and he did that quick
1: <laughs> All right coming up this weekend how you feeling about the pros? We'll go through that real quick before we get out of here.
0: Um, what game in particular? Go ahead.
1: Let's start it off with uh, the Colts going to the Chiefs. That's an interesting. The Colts are hot right game. now.
0: So here's the thing, and here's why I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm tempted to take the Colts in this game, um, and here's why: the Colts are hot, and the Chiefs' defense is atrocious, and the Colts' defense has actually been pretty good. And Luck, as much as we talked about him before the season started, Luck actually had a really good year, and they got something. Um, so still, I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs have obviously been the team all year. Mahomes had a crazy year. He's going to be the league MVP. Arrowhead is a ridiculously hard stadium to play in, especially in the playoffs. It's one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL, if not the loudest, um, outside of the 12th man. But I don't, I don't want to underestimate Andy Luck and the run that they're on right now. I
1: agree. Yeah. I think that's going to be a really interesting game. The Chiefs are going to have to get a stop at some point. They can't, and they cannot.
0: They cannot get us. They cannot stop a nosebleed. Nothing like they. They it's just terrible.
1: And the Colts can get a stop. Yeah, they play D. Yeah, they looked. They looked so they look smooth good. last week. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. The way they started, it was like, man, this is a really good football team. Yeah. Cowboys at Rams.
0: I doubted the boys last week, like heavy. Doubted the boys last week, um, and they look good. They got a formula. Rams minus formula seven gets it done.
1: Over yeah. under forty nine
0: and a half. I don't love the Rams. I don't. The Rams to me don't have a home field advantage, like a true home field advantage. Like the crowd is going to swing anything. So to me, I'm always looking at Rams home line. Very skeptical. Um, with that being said, if gun to my head, I'm probably taking the Rams minus seven. But I don't love it, and I wouldn't touch this game.
1: <laughs> I think the Rams bounce back and they beat the Dallas Cowboys yeah. at home. I don't think Dallas looked good though.
0: Cowboys have been on a run too. Dallas
1: looked good though. They they, they, were, they were dead. Yeah, they, they were they Dallas been on looked a run. Good. They shut down Seattle coming down. That that hey, score you, is closer than you know.
0: Look. Who's always we'll talk about guys that will always have a job? Jason Garrett will always have a job. You can't kill him. He, he's he's unkillable. I was talking about He was gonna be done this year and then he'd had this happen and this <laughs> bottom five more years. years with Jerry. No, no Jerry off. no Jerry loves this guy. Dude. He does love him. Love him.
1: He won't. If, if it been, go if it goes south. He's
0: been there forever. I think yeah. he's the second. I think he's now he's the second, second longest, longest tenured tenor. head coach in the NFL, right? Now that Marvin Lewis is gone. What to Belichick? It's Belichick and then it's fucking Jason Garrett. What about Tomlin? And Tom Tomlin. Tomlin and Garrett, yeah, it might Garrett. be Belichick, Tomlin, then
1: Garrett. But still he ain't nobody
0: else outside of that.
1: Yeah, he's been there for a
0: while. Yeah. Job for life. It's I think the dark. Rams rise take care of situation. business
1: and, and, and close that shit yeah, out. Yeah, probably. Um
0: But I would you be surprised if the Cowboys won?
1: Yeah, I would actually. You really would? Yeah, I, I see, think I, I think this team has run its course. Okay. With the Rams coming off a, a week rest. And I think we're starting to forget about how real the Rams were earlier in the year. They had they they closed it on a little bit of a, a whack stretch. A very wax stretch. But I think they they're gonna remind they're gonna remind folks what time it is Nux. coming this weekend. Uh, Patriots Chargers in New England. Chargers. Chargers winning. Winning the game. Super Bowl. Mm. Wow! Yeah,
0: they're the best team in the NFL right now, in my opinion. The Most complete team. I like the Chargers.
1: Why come that that I Ravens just, game gave you the,
0: that? Yeah, no, the Ravens suck and the Ravens aren't good. I just like the Chargers all year. I like what they've done, man. I really like the Chargers. I really like the Chargers. I really like Philly Rivers in this game. I really like Philly Rivers going against the Patriots. Um, and I and you, you call me a Patriots fan and all that, but I I think this is who they probably didn't want to see Philly Rivers and Tom, uh, Tom just, Bray, he just doesn't care, he doesn't give a fuck. He, he's got nine he's kids, got, bro. He's got he's nine got, kids.
1: He's got he's got what you need to go in. Like he has the mental to go into New England and like listen, be like let's beat these yo, dudes. This what that ass, do.
0: you can't you can't discredit the nine kids thing. Like yo, if you got nine kids, there's not a thing in the world that phases you in life.
1: Yeah, it's true. Nothing
0: phases your life is chaotic. You know what I mean? You got nine fucking kids. Like yo, my man's is ultra confident. This is he knows this is his moment. He's a super competitive dude. I love their head coach. Um, I like that guy a lot. Um Yeah. I like their team, man. I think they got some Melvin Ingram is a dog. Um no not Melvin. Is it who's the who's the, the defensive? Yeah, Melvin Ingram's the running back. Not uh who's the defensive dude, their linebacker.
1: You talking Bosa? Bosa,
0: not no, the Melvin something. They're looking at a Melvin linebacker. Melvin
1: Gordon is the is the running back. Melvin Ingram. That might be. Unless, I think, they, they, got a, I think they got a defensive Melvin's. dude named Melvin Ingram. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, he yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah.
0: Melvin Ingram. Um, I just like their squad, man. All I like right. the Chargers. Super we'll Bowl. We'll
1: see. Super Bowl Chargers. Okay. I'm, I'm not all the way there yet, but. All right. Go ahead. Saints Eagles is the last one. Saints got offered by minus eight. I got the Saints in a runaway, low key. This full shit got to stop. Some. I, I might just be salty, but. I got the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> you think they're going to win? Yeah. Wow. I think the Saints play a good enough. The Saints play defense a little below us, and their offense is better than ours. And they're at home; they're going to put up more points. And I don't. I could see Philly going into New Orleans playing exactly how they played against us and scoring seventeen, twenty points. That's not going to be enough.
0: Melvin Ingram has seven sacks this year for the Chargers. Melvin is a real okay, player. Man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know. Fuck the Philadelphia Eagles. So let's, <laughs> let's go, Saints. Next. That's it, man. That was it, yeah. That's it. Who you got in the Super Bowl? Who's your Super Bowl pick? You got the Saints?
1: I got the Saints coming out of the NFC. Saints, Chargers? I don't know, man. The AFC is nuts, especially with Indianapolis showing that they're a real deal. Can I, I see a know.
0: question? Would it surprise you if the Patriots were in the Super Bowl?
1: Yes. With with, uh, the Chiefs or the Colts. They gotta. They, it's a lot. I don't think they, the Chiefs are going to make the Super Bowl. I they, think the Chiefs, the Chiefs cannot stop anybody. But that, the They're going to have to play one of those teams, yeah. and I think it, it could get real murky. Chargers, man. The Chargers are
0: in the AFC right now. They're yeah, the safest we'll bet in the AFC, in my opinion. Yeah. We'll see.
1: That's it for No Catch Up Chicago for this week, man. The Bears crushed us, but we'll be back, bro. Yeah. If I've ever been more confident about something, is that we'll <laughs> be back next year. Strong tough <laughs> excited to see who we pick up in the off season um we're gonna be talking a lot of bulls i guess because yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I-, <laughs> I wore the hat today but that was just because you know I, like, I wanted to fuck
1: the bulls yeah and speaking of hats you see the hat I, I haven't even gotten quick one of these yet Yeah I'm saying I man. gotta get I gotta get quick and airing some of this gear But merch is coming I'm finalizing the website now I'm finalizing some merch I'll make sure you guys check all that stuff out Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel Tell your homies Hop on iTunes Give us a 5 star review man Appreciate everybody that hopped in on the chat As always appreciate the questions For Nick the Quick I am Sean Little No catch up Chicago For Chicago by Chicago Listen up